0: Kia ora, Fit Like, and welcome into the most rushed edition of the 4th and Forever podcast you were ever going to hear. Stuart Bothwell here, uh, sans Darren Butter, as I just didn't have time to really pull anything together with Darren today, unfortunately. And we've not really done anything on the draft at all, so I just kind of felt that it was right to just put something together. So what I've done is gone, and just done my first round mock draft... Um, and I have just said, you know what, screw my previous rules. I previously wrote out a whole like list of qualifiers and things that would make for an interesting uh, like d- draft experience. Uh, and then I threw it out. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to bother with it. I'm just going to run through and tell you how I think the draft is going to play out. Um, or how it could play out, it could be completely different. I'm also making it really difficult on myself by allowing trades for once. It's not something I tend to do because if they do get traded around, then it can just really mess everything up. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's just dive right in. So I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to stick with the sensical approach here and draft Aiden Hutchinson Edge out of Michigan. Like, just don't overthink this, guys. A lot of people are, um, are putting Trayvon Walker up there, the, the other edge from Georgia, and I just don't really see it other than his, his freak athleticism. He's never really produced. So stick with someone who is also a bit of an athletic freak uh, who has produced at a at quite a high level. Uh, followed by at number two, the Detroit Lions pick up Kayvon Thibodeau, another edge out of Oregon this time. So Thibodeau was frequently being uh, mocked as the, the first overall pick for the best part of the last well, five years or ever since he was in high school, effectively. Uh, so the Lions just say, well, he's not there. So he's there right now. No one else really wants to trade up. Let's just go with, uh, with Kayvon. We need someone there. Uh, the Houston Texans at number three, they pick up cornerback Ahmad Gardner from Cincinnati. The, the rangy, weird, wiry looking guy. Uh, could be a, a real um, a, a real playmaker for them on the outside. Never allowed a touchdown in college. Um, the New York Jets in at number four. They also take a cornerback and possibly the steal of the draft if he is able to pick up his 19, sorry, 2019 form. Uh, So Derek Stingley Jr., he had a number of injuries over the last couple of years. So people are really hoping that um, based on some of his measurables, that this guy could come in and be that Jalen Ramsey-style lockdown corner. The New York Giants then take Evan Neal, tackle out of Alabama. Uh, Simple as, they always need offensive line help, stick him in there. Um, There's talk about him converting to guard as well. Could well happen. Uh, In at number six, the Carolina Panthers. Now, I I didn't really want to do this, but I'm just going to stick with the buzz here and say that they do draft Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh, um, because they just need someone in there. I don't think they have another option, really. Um, Either that or if, if they don't draft a quarterback here, then expect for them to be in the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes, despite saying that they are not in it, because Sam Darnold ain't. A quarterback in this league at the moment not, not starter. And then in a number 7 a trade. The Pittsburgh Steelers trade up to grab Malik Willis quarterback out of Liberty leapfrogging the Atlanta Falcons who would maybe have been mulling that over themselves uh, but they will probably stick with Marcus Mariota probably maybe probably. Malik Willis obviously just uh, the the athletic freak of this draft, bit of a wild card. Apparently the Steelers love him and have like they've historically done a really bad job at hiding who it is that they like in the draft. So uh, if Malik Willis goes to Pittsburgh here uh, or if he goes to them at uh, 20, don't be too surprised. So it's a trade with the New York Giants there. Uh, they also get, I believe I given like a second rounder um, and a few other bits and pieces here just to just to kind of even it out for them. Uh, in at number 8, the Atlanta Falcons uh, lick their wounds not getting Malik Willis, and they pick up Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, the wide receiver, and uh, probably the top-rated ra- top wide receiver on most people's boards, but certainly not everyone. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks take their pick from the Denver Broncos, uh, which was uh, given to them in exchange for Russell Wilson, and they are the ones who swing for Trayvon Walker, edge out of Georgia, who has never really produced. But have you seen this man? Absolute freak. They must just sort of hope that it will work out for them. They've made some weird moves in the past, so this wouldn't surprise me in the least if Walker slips this far down. Although, do keep an eye out for a potential trade of either Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. I'm hearing a bit more of that Metcalf to New York buzz as well, so keep an eye out for that. Might never happen. who knows? Uh, in a ten, the New York Jets take uh, Jameson Williams, a wide receiver from Alabama, speedster on the outside. So if you're the New York Jets and you just got Derek Stingley Jr and Jamison Williams in this draft, you are laughing. Uh, and if if it's something around about that, like I do think that the Jets could get some really, really good value with these two picks. just depends on how everything else shakes out. Uh, the Washington Commanders, the first team to take a linebacker off the board in the form of Devin Lloyd from Utah. Uh, I did also consider N'Kobe Dean here as well. There's rumors of, uh, of neither linebacker really making it into the first round at times. But um, Washington uh, like have a, have a need at that spot. Did also consider giving them a wide receiver. But, you know can only do so much in one mock draft. Uh, George Kalaftis ends up going to the Minnesota Vikings. The edge out of Purdue has done nothing but produce throughout his entire career. He just got to say that he could be a really solid player in the NFL uh, and would be a real contributor to that defense that really needs it. Did also consider a cornerback at this point but like how often have they done that? Uh, Really wouldn't be too surprised to see them uh, take a swing on someone like Trent McDuffie. Uh, or even someone like Kyle Hamilton who has slipped down this far. Uh, or, or possibly even the offensive line, I don't know, they've got problems. Uh, Iki Ike Okuanu uh, ends up getting taken next out of North Carolina State. He goes to the Houston Texans. A bit of a slide for Kwanu there. Some people have him in the, in the top 10, some even at number 1. So uh, this would be a surprise should he slip down. Uh, Chris Olave then gets taken with the 14th overall pick and goes to Baltimore. The wide receiver of Ohio State is uh, a lot of people's 1A or 1B or 1C wide receiver in this draft. The aforementioned Nicobi Dean ends up going to Philadelphia, who've been screaming out for a linebacker for some time now. Uh, N'Kobe Dean was the best player in that Georgia offense, or Georgia defense, uh, but that Georgia defense was loaded with stars. So some people said, well, maybe it's because there's so many stars on that defense, it's just made it easier for him. Hard to say. The guy still moves incredibly well. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. Pick up Charles Cross, tackle out of Mississippi State. Uh, one of the best uh, pass-blocking tackles in the draft. Uh, they'll be really happy to get someone there to really slot into that line. The slide for Kyle Hamilton stops at number 17 with the, the Los Angeles Chargers, that is. The safety out of Notre Dame has just been uh, stellar throughout the course of his career. His instinct is incredible. Measurables looked pretty off lately though, so that would explain why this slide would happen. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles pick up Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. So the Eagles needed someone else on that outside there. Trent McDuffie, maybe a little bit undersized, but he has produced at a very high level throughout the course of his career. The Saints then come in and grab Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. A guy who has been said has had trouble separating and is a bit of a jump ball specialist, which is a red flag for most folks these days. But uh, that doesn't stop the Saints coming in here and saying, let's like really try and beef up this wide receiving core. Uh, So hopefully him and Michael Thomas would come back. And then Jameis can maybe have a bit more of a Mike Williams-esque receiver out there. Drake London from USC. The New York Giants take that pick from the Pittsburgh Steelers and turn it into center Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. Best center in this draft. Uh, There is a good chance that he would slide further down here, especially since this would mean that the Giants are doubling up on offensive line. But hey, let's just put him in here for now as uh, they need a lot of help along there. Uh, Jermaine Johnson then goes to the New England Patriots, the edge out of Florida State, getting a little bit more hype lately. Some people even have him in the top 10, some even in the top 5, so don't be surprised to see New England take someone of his calibre here. The Green Bay Packers, uh, with one of the picks that they got from the Las Vegas Raiders, pick up their Replacement for Devontae Adams in the form of George Pickens. I did consider just going for something like a tackle here, just to really piss off any Packers fans. But Pickens, he has the crazy upside that you would expect from, from a guy of his caliber. Uh excellent athlete, just had to deal with some injuries. But um yeah, like I would say that this is this would be a home run hit for the Packers here. I think Pickens is a fantastic wide receiver. The slide of Jordan Davis then stops with the. Where was this? Arizona Cardinals, uh, the defensive interior of Georgia. Absolutely crazy athlete, huge behemoth of a man, uh, ends up going to the Cardinals, who just say, we can't let this man slip away. Um, And then Devontae Wyatt ends up going to the Cowboys, who are rather gutted because they really wanted Jordan Davis. Don't be surprised to see those flip flop there. Um, or one of these teams to get either one of those guys, I would think that if either of them are still available at this point, they would get taken. Uh, The Bills are a little bit upset by that because they would really have liked to get one of those guys there. Um, I would also consider giving them someone like Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson here. But um, I've just gone and given them Travis Jones out of Connecticut. I'll be honest, I did that because my finger slipped. So defensive interior, defensive interior and defensive interior. Let's just go with it. They need someone like that anyway, I would say. The Titans are the next up at 26 with Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Now, Burks has been a bit in the news lately as someone who people were really quite high on and then they saw some of his measurables, and it just wasn't quite as impressive as what it looked like on tape. But maybe the Titans will see through that and say, "You know what? We can still see a guy who can really work with us here." Some might say he's a bit of a diet AJ Brown, um, but yeah, AJ Brown. People didn't really think that highly that highly of him when he was initially drafted. So maybe Burks can do the same. Uh, also, who's to say that AJ Brown's going to be around for much longer in Tennessee? Uh, In at 27, sorry, 27, I'm not going to speak like that, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Zion Johnson, guard out of Boston College, just because they kind of needed one, I guess. Uh, They don't really have too many holes in that roster, but Zion Johnson fills a need and also looks pretty good there. Uh, The Green Bay Packers at number 28 select Bernard Ryman, tackle at Central Michigan. Um, Yep, Packers need a bit of help on that line. Ryman do often take a bit of time to develop, but Ryman seems like he might be someone to to slot right in here. Uh, Also keep an eye out for someone like Trevor Penning, who people either love or hate. Uh, a a, A bit of a bully in the run game, but he's got a bit too many problems for me to give to Green Bay here. In uh, at 29, the Kansas City Chiefs select wide receiver Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. So Sky Moore just looks like he'll be a really solid wide receiver in this league. And at 29, the Chiefs just get an opportunity to take someone like him. Um, I think that if they got the chance to get someone like George Pickens at this point, they would leap on it too. Uh, certainly look for the Chiefs to select a wide receiver here. If they don't uh, trade up, that is, because they do have two picks. Uh, back to back here at the moment, and with that second pick, they will select in my mock draft, at least anyway, Nick Bonito, edge out of Oklahoma. Uh, Bonito, guy who's not really getting that much first round hype, but his tape is just excellent in terms of the the way this guy has performed throughout the course of his career. Uh, it's it's up there with the likes of Aiden Hutchinson. He is a, a bit of a machine off the edge. Um, if he doesn't go here, look look to him uh, to maybe get picked up somewhere in the second. Uh, at 31 here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, they would probably have liked to get Tyler Linderbaum at this point. He's being mocked there a lot. But in this particular draft, I don't have him falling to them. So they take a swing on Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson, the cornerback. Uh, clearly has a lot of uh, highlight reel stuff. He is clearly an athlete. Maybe he has a little bit of a problem with his footwork, but maybe the Bengals can work that out with him. And uh, they see the potential in that and decide that they are going to take him at 31 overall. Uh, In at 32, the Detroit Lions trade with the New Orleans Saints. Oh, you thought them Saints had just moved away from it, had you? No, no, no. They trade back into the first round and also take a swing on a quarterback to get that 50-year option in there for the first round first-round picks, and they take, will it be Desmond Ritter? No, it'll be Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. Howell was being projected as a top five pick last year, and then just had a bit of a dreadful year this year, but he became a bit of a slash fullback uh, over the course of that time. So, like maybe they can really settle someone like Howell down and uh, utilize the clear talents that he does have there and uh, and really turn him into a bit of a weapon i think that he does have a lot of potential um it's just really kind of fallen off when he didn't have a team around him so with the Saints still having a pretty good team and having drafted the likes of Drake London and Charles Cross earlier in this draft uh, he can afford to sit behind Jameis Winston and then if the Saints like him over Jameis through the course of the offseason, fair enough, they can they can move him out there. But uh, if not, then he can sit, he can learn, he can get better and be one for the future. Anyway guys, that's it, the quickest mock draft uh, out there. Uh, I, I hope it makes some sort of sense. Uh, I did have another one which looked very, very different. But um, yeah, this will do. I hope you enjoy the draft tomorrow. hope your team gets uh, whoever you want as your uh, first pick uh, in the draft. Um, Or several picks, because several teams have several picks in this one. Anyway, that'll do for now, guys. Take care. Enjoy the draft. And uh, Darren and I will be back shortly to actually discuss how the draft went and where that leaves each team going forward for the 2022-2023 season. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Take it easy. Bye!